Guys, on today's show, a real-life pig pen dies, and the shocking news about bees, and why have you been selected for the who's who in the United States, and also, what do you see in this picture goes viral? All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? I always check on you, make sure you're doing all right. You know, it's been about a week since I've talked to you, and I hope that you're doing okay with everything that's going on in this big, wide world of ours. I'm doing okay. Now, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22-some-odd acres. We have chickens, horses, cows, dogs, goats. Did I name them all? Did I get all the, the basic five food groups that are here on the property? Yes. So we have a lot of things going on here on the French. We call it a French because it's part farm, part ranch. And while you're out there, make, make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts. And while you're there, get yourself something for free that will mail out to you. Some stickers, some magnets, all that stuff. Now, I hate to be, I really do. I mean, I like confrontation to a certain point. Now, when I'm on even ground with someone and where I'm going with this is there's a couple things that I was like, well, I need to send an email because a phone call and all that doesn't work because I'm dealing with things outside the parameter of a a normal phone call conversation because I will get heated and I will cuss. As you guys know, in the past, I do cuss somewhat here on the program and cussing at someone to get things done really doesn't get things done. You know what I mean? So a nice worded email is, in my opinion, the best way to to get things across. One, you have a paper trail. Two, at least it shows somewhat of an intelligence that you can form sentences in in a a well-established whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Send a good email, (laughs) basically. So two things have happened here in the last couple weeks, if not months. So you guys know that I bought a a Chevy Silverado 2500. Uh, We special ordered it because we wanted all the bells and whistles and the cameras and the this and the interior, the matching interior for the exterior and all this stuff. And it took a while because of the computer chip thing. So, so on and so forth. As you guys know, it came in and it came in 90%. It was came in 90% completed. Two things were wrong with it. The floor mats, they gave us the dealer floor mats where we got, we actually ordered the weather tech ones where they kind of laser the floorboard and stuff and they cut them out based on your floorboard so they fit perfectly there's no them sliding around or anything like that and also the rims and wheels we got high performance tires with high performance wheels i know what's the difference they're chrome tires chrome daddies i think they're 20 inch yeah 20 inch rims uh with the performance tires on them and those didn't come in for whatever reason i don't know so those two items i've been kicking and screaming to get those from the dealership now we got the we received the truck in august and i still have not received the rims so they put like stock rims on them they look okay <laughs> and they, they put um, floor mats in there because they didn't realize that we ordered special ones. They were like, the deal of floor mats are $125. Uh, would you like us to install those? Uh, yeah, I guess. I didn't realize that we had to pay for those as well. But anyways, so went down there Labor Day weekend and said, hey, man, you know, what's the latest with this? What's the latest with that? I'm kind of rambling here. So l- let me speed this up. I sent an email to f- have the sales guy fix all this stuff. The sales guy drags his ass. He doesn't return phone calls. He doesn't return emails. If he does, it's like three weeks later. You have to constantly hound them. It's that type of deal. It's that poor customer service that I cannot stand. I I will do anything you want as long as you, I will be faithful as long as customer service is there. Return my phone call, talk to me as a human, and give me an answer, whether it's the answer I want or not want, at least get me an answer so I can go, okay, I'm a consideration in your thoughts or in your process. No, our sales guy, we got him by default because we ordered the truck online. So it just went to his desk. Got a random salespeople just went to his desk and and it was an easy sale for him. He didn't have to sell us on anything. It just popped up on his email and he's like, oh, look, this is a truck. Hey, come on in, sign the paperwork. And he was done. And then he's like, oh, you know, fill out this and and form and, and let him know I was a good salesperson. We didn't do shit for us man and my wife unbeknownst to me filled out the salesperson form and said you know gave them all 10 stars all the way down the thing and i was like babe you didn't fill that thing out yet did you and she's like yeah i did i was like god damn it because he is a piece of shit he got his truck he got his he got his sale he got his money he got his five stars or whatever the fuck he gets you can see him getting pissed 
and he, we are no longer his issue anymore. We're no longer his thing. Well, I'm gonna, I, I wrote an email, so I'm waiting for a response to that, but I don't want to be that guy. I don't, it's easy. It's an easy, easy fix. Just follow up with someone when they have a question about the product they purchased from you. Now, here on Deacon Live, we've got numerous and numerous and hundreds and hundreds of, of sponsors and advertisers and people that we promote during the show over the last seven years. And within 24 hours, I respond to every single person that, that reaches out to us here at Deacon Live. And all my advertisers know it. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Great response. You know, good this, good that. But that's being a good customer service. That's why we have the success that we have here at Deacon Live. So I'm dealing with that issue right now. The other issue I'm dealing with is, as you guys know, my mom passed away in February, so my dad is now living with us. Here on the French, he's got the west side of the house. You know, we have a really good... We have a really good, we have a very nice, we have a very nice modest home, uh, 32, 3,600 square feet. I forget what the number is. <laughs> I know, right? And he has one side of the house. It's a split floor plan with the living room and, and kitchen area in the center. Uh, on our side of the house, we have, you know, two and a half baths entertainment room, which which also is an office, uh, our bedroom, and uh, you know our side of the house. My dad's side of the house, he's got one full bath over there that shares in between two bedrooms, and he's got you know, a long hallway. He can be in there, and we can be on the other side of the house. And literally, if we don't come out of our rooms or you know we don't come to the kitchen, we'll never see each other. It's that kind of split floor plan. So my dad, uh, part of the agreement with him moving up here is that we said we'll give him a you know a half acre of land on the back side of the property and we'll build you a house so how big of a house do you want well i don't want to spend any more than you know x and i'm like all right so we've got some floor plans we had the septic people come out they they mapped out the septic because we are out in the middle of nowhere so all our water ins and outs are well coming in and septic tank going out the well no problem the well will be suffice to pump our house and pump his house as well septic tank's done well, I say done. They found a place where it would actually drain or what they call in the business perk. And now we're in the process of, of pulling out or finding house plans. So a friend of ours had a small house built, I think 980, I'm sorry, with the loft and everything was like 1,100 square feet. A little too big for what my dad wants. So we said, we'll take her drawings and have it adapted. Now to buy the drawings, it's $600. And then the people that redid her drawings, uh, we contacted them. It was $3,000 to fix $600 worth of drawings. I'm like, no no thank you. (laughs) So I said, let's find something, a two bedroom, two bath house plan somewhere. It's got to be out there. And so we found one. It was through, listen to this name, the plans connections or plan connections. So we found the house. It was, it's like 900 square feet, perfect layout. It's two bedroom. Uh, The master gets a, its own bathroom. And then the spare bedroom, there's a community bathroom for like everyone else who's visiting the household. Kitchen, dining room area. That's it. It's four corner house. Uh, 900 square feet. Perfect. It actually has a carport built on to the structure, which is nice. My dad wanted a carport and I didn't want to have some kind of metal building out there. So reached out to the plan connection people. And I said, uh, you know, we'd like this house. The plans are, I think a thousand dollars, which is a little bit more reasonable, but we want the plans flipped. Oh, that's another $225. All right. To flip the plans. Okay. We'll go into that. And in my research, I found the exact same plans, exact same building designs, everything on another website. And they were running 15% off. So I reached out to the people who we, I initially talked to, the Plans Connection, and said, hey, look, here's plans on someone else's, and you've got a best price guarantee at the bottom. Can we have that price? They responded going, well, that sale's only for a week. We'll match that if you buy the house or buy the plans within 24 hours. I'm like, what? <laughs> so now I've got a pissing match between me and this company out of New York is what I'm imagining. It's a warehouse full of just people with typing and stuff. I guess I struck a nerve because I said, you know, hey, I reached out to the other website and I actually talked to somebody and they said that this kind of price is until all those plans are gone, the first 25 people. So they reached back out to me and said, you know, this morning, good morning. What they say, good morning. Glad to hear it. Happy building. See you later, basically. And I'm like going, well, that's kind of rude. You're not going to want to work with me anymore. So I went back to the second company, which is called houseplans.com. And I said, hey, you know, I, I explained the situation and they go, you know what? We'll give you another 5% off on top of the 15% because you called and you inquired about our product and we'll help you through everything. Walk you through every step. See, customer service. I call the people. They reached out to me and they said, you know, because you're getting ready to do this, can, here's a 5% discount, which is nothing. I mean, it's a drop in a bucket. I mean, it's 56 bucks off, off a thousand dollar plan. But still, it was that one little extra step, that one little extra customer service. And I have a name. His name is Jeff, but he spells it like G-E. 
G-E-O-F-F, you know, Geoff, as some people would say. I've got a contact, and he literally broke down everything as far as what to expect. Here's what your plans include, and it's got a list of everything. Here's what your plans don't include, but are available. Not through them, because of depending on where you're building the house, like it, you know, you have to get your own land permit, you have to own the land, you know, all the stuff that normally would be not included in uh, house plans. So, I, I'm, and it was just a couple emails and a couple phone calls. Good customer service will do you right every single time, and it went a very, very long way with me as far as getting my house done, or get my dad's house getting ready to get started. We haven't broke ground on it yet, but at least we've got the plans of what the house is going to look like. And uh, I'll let you know what I hear back from the Chevy dealership. I emailed him yesterday, probably about 6 o'clock, and uh, this is the next day, so it hasn't even been 24 hours, so who knows if he's there, or whether he just basically goes delete on his end, and could care less about what's going on. I know I'm going to have to go down there and physically get physical. Not physical, but you know, what they say, uh, shake some heads, rattle some skulls around and say, hey, look, what's going on here? All right, guys, stick around. We got a lot to get into. Big show. Uh, you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. What's going on, man? Not much. How you doing today? Doing good. I passed all that information over to my dad. Um, he's because he's he's the financial department on that. <laughs> he's gonna look over it. He seems very satisfied with it. Do you know what the response I got back from the the plan? What was it? Plan collection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the response was when I said, "Hey, look, I talked to someone over there. It's not true." And they said. Good morning. That sounds good. Happy building. And then that was it. They, they completely blew me off. I'm like going, sons of bitches. Yeah, you know, I mean, I hear stories and, uh, you know, it's too bad. You know, I mean, if people just extend a courtesy. I certainly do anytime. I mean, I've lost sales to other companies and you just got to be courteous. But yeah, hey, people, people roll differently, I guess. Is there anything else that I need to tell him? I sent all the, the invoice or not the invoices, all the emails that you sent me. Is there anything that I else that I can add to that or... I think the biggest one was that one where I just laid out everything that the plan set included and didn't include. Oh my god, uh, that's that was a that was a huge thing. I read that and I'm reading it to him, and he's like going, "Well, shit, that that's exactly what we wanted." I'm like going, "See, it just takes a little little bit of effort." <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I just like to I like to have everybody have all the all the information up front because it is a big process to building a home. So I just wanted you guys to be clear on you know what you could get and what else you might need. So yeah, feel free to look it over, you or you know father welcome to contact me anytime if you have any other questions before purchasing or whatever that's what i'm here for awesome man appreciate you uh, following up with me yeah you bet have a good day we'll talk later sounds good man all right see you travis bye bye you're listening to deacon live deacon live deacon live raised in charleston south carolina now living in myrtle beach this is christy jakes with her latest song limitless for more information check her out at profitradio.com Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks and the way you do that and the way you find them are to go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts. You can see all the different platforms that we're available on. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio is our main one there. They pay the bills around here. Make sure uh, you like and share. Leave a comment. Give us a good review over there if, if you like. We, You know, customer service. You give us a good review. We give you a better show. And the, the whole world turns on one axis. Now, this company right here has turned the world on its side several times. And it's the company that is named Hobby Lobby. And they have... Uh, kind of fall in the same category as like um, the beliefs and stuff is Chick-fil-A. They don't believe in this. They have a whole, a, a strong, deep uh, religious background and roots in the company. Now, David Green, the founder and CEO of Hobby Lobby, said he's giving away ownership to the arts and crafts company to a trust. So he's basically just signing over everything to a trust. I experience a similar decision-making process with the ownership of Hobby Lobby. I choose God, Green says in the article. Green explained that he didn't want to pass down ownership to his children and grandchildren because it didn't seem fair to me that I might change or even ruin the future of my grandchildren who 
haven't even been born yet. So basically, he didn't want to corrupt them with all the millions of dollars that Hobby Lobby has brought in. In this opinion piece, Green also challenged other CEOs and company leaders to find their source of truth. He reinforced that prayer and the Bible have always been his source of truth. Along with his wife, Barbara, Green founded the Arts and Craft Company in 1972. And in 50 years since the first store opened in Oklahoma City, the company has more than 900 stores and is the largest privately owned arts and craft realtor in the world. I can't think of any other arts and craft. Oh, uh, what's the, uh, shoot. Joanne's Fabric, I guess, would be one of them as well. Green had not mentioned how or when the company's ownership would be transfer on Sunday while on uh, Fox & Friends. He says that 100% of Hobby Lobby's voting stock has been moved to a trust where stewardship can pass on to one person to another. He also said wealth can also be a curse. So, hey, uh... David Green, you, you want to pass that over to me? I can run it pretty good. I've got some pretty good, strong beliefs. Customer service is the main thing. You know, treat each other as you'd wish to be treated. Flies with honey, then vinegar, that type stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll do you solid. I'll keep the place running. I can do it. I've done it before, not on that large scale, but still. Now, last week we talked about this guy in California who was suing the Texas Pete company because Texas Pete was made right here in North Carolina and it's a Louisiana-style hot sauce. So there's a whole lot of different states that are in that boiling soup. So he's pissed off. He thought it was representing the state of Texas. Now, another company that's getting to hot water as well is the pasta company called, what is it, Barilla? B-A-R-I-L-L-A is now facing a lawsuit over the accusation that it misled customers to believe that the product that's made in Iowa and New York City was actually made in Italy. How? How did they actually mislead people to say that the Barilla pasta is made in Italy? Let's read more to find out. Barilla is advertised as Italy's number one brand of pasta. A federal judge on Monday denied Barilla's motion to dismiss the class action lawsuit, accusing the company of misrepresentation of its product. Italy's number one brand of pasta could mislead customers to believe that the pasta was actually made in Italy. No, it doesn't. Now, Barilla features a green, red, and white colors, as in the Italian flag, and its signature blue boxes, which, I don't know, when I see blue boxes, I don't think Italy. I think uh, Amazon products. In addition to asking the court to stop Barilla from using the Italian Italy's likeness in marketing on the product, plaintiffs are seeking monetary compensation and claiming they overpaid for pasta. All right, so there's a couple things in this story. Let's figure this out. One, it says Italy's number one brand of pasta. Nowhere in there would I say, oh, it's made in Italy. No, that means Italy likes their brand of pasta that comes from the United States. That would be equal to like uh, McDonald's, Germany's favorite hamburger. McDonald's, you know, it's maybe out of all the hamburger places that are in Germany, they love the McDonald's hamburgers the best. Here's another, here's a prime example. I know this one to be fact. In Japan, they love KFC. So KFC can technically go KFC. Number one chicken in Japan. I wouldn't think that the chicken was made in Japan. I would just say, hey, good for you. Thumbs up. Uh, brand recognition over in another country to realize that, you know, anything that they produce over there is crap compared to the stuff that's coming out over here in the United States. No, I don't think they have a leg to stand on or a pot to piss in. No, that's not right. <laughs> I just thought figured out a way to bring pasta back into this. But all it says on the box, it says Italy's number one brand of pasta. Well, good for you. Coming out out of Iowa and New York to be able to label themselves as Italy's number one brand of pasta, good for you. Now, here's the thing. If you go over to Italy and you sit at a restaurant, in a very fine dining restaurant, the waiter, the maitre d' comes over. They're not a waiter. They're, they're fancier names. The maitre d' comes over and goes, and for you, sir, what would you have? I will have the pasta linguine, sayata marinara, and, you know, whatever you want. Oh, and excuse me, what, who makes your pasta? <laughs> and the guy would go, you know, if it's a restaurant, oh, uh, Antonio in the back, he makes the pasta. Mm -hmm. His mama's recipe. Have you heard of a Barilla? Oh, yes, yes. We love Barilla. Great. Is it our number one pasta? We don't know. But if they ever go, who? What? No, 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 no. Barilla, not the number one Italian pasta. Uh, the number one Italian pasta is made in mama's kitchen. You know, but I mean, so if they were to do that kind of comparison, that if Italy actually stood up and said, we do not agree. We do not like Barilla pasta. It is no, not number one here in Italy. That's a fact. That would be, you know, a case worth processing. But no, they don't say that but that's the only way to find out all right guys i know 
Silly, silly, silly people out there. You mean a GMC Yukon isn't made from the Swiss Alps? Oh, Jesus Christ. Give me a break. All right, guys, stick around. we got a lot more to get into. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. She doesn't care. You're listening to. Oh, I know. Hate that. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. You're listening to Prophet Radio, 24/7, worldwide. Deacon Live now presents you Yvette Lopez with her latest song, Faded. For more information, check her out over at ProfitRadio.com. People keep asking what I'm doing. Find myself getting so damn lost up in your love. I feel faded, so deep in it, trying to figure out what to say, but I am stuck. I don't know what I'm doing here. Break me down, but Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be heard? Well, we'd love to hear from you, but you have to do us a favor. You have to go over to Prophet Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. At the bottom of the page is a little blue icon, a little blue tab that says Be Heard. Click on that. Opens up a microphone on whatever you're listening to us on, whether it be uh, your smartphone, your PC, your tablet, whatever. Opens up a little microphone. You can be anonymous if you want. No problem. Just speak right into that, and it comes right to our inbox, and we'll play it on this podcast if you get it in quick enough, or we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. And you're like, going, well, what do I say, Deacon? You can ask me anything you want. You can ask uh, questions about here at the studio, about me, about any of the topics and stuff, or if you've got a little factoid or did you know type thing we'd love to hear from you as well now my wife works at least um well let's start this way my wife has the luxury of working out of the house uh she works for uh, a great huge company a nationwide company and she is allowed to work from her desk she's got like 15 monitors in front of her (laughs) the entertainment room that i described earlier and she's got her little desk back there and she's got all the monitors and she's always on phone calls and stuff so she has the luxury of working from home now on her days off she does not go in that office area at all and i don't blame her she sits on the couch sometimes and If she just wants to take like a no think days, basically what I call them, uh, she just wants to sit on the couch and decompress, which is fine. I mean, she's on, she is working from eight o'clock in the morning, like last night. She was on on the phone and stuff till 1030 last night. But she has like these deadhead days where she just sits there and watches (laughs) smut TV. And when I say smut TV... It's uh, Love is Blind, The Mole, that new series that's on Netflix. Uh, She watches the real housewives of insert county name here. She likes those programs because she likes the cattiness and and all the shit and and gossip that that goes on. You know, we're out here in the middle of nowhere, so it's not like we have a whole bunch of friends and there's no catty and gossip. Now, she is in the horse community, but they really don't catty and gossip too much. It's just kind of, you know, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that type thing? Now... This show right here, I know she watches the real, was it the real housewives of Beverly Hills? And there's a hashtag that's taking TikTok by storm and it's called hashtag almond mom. Now they ask, do you have an almond mom, an almond like the nut, uh, and how to recover if you've had one? So the term comes from a controversial statement made by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Yolanda Hadid. So the hashtag almond mom is going nuts right now thanks to part of Real Housewives, Yolanda Hadid. In a video compilation featuring old clips from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Yolanda is shown in 2014 taking on, I'm sorry, talking on the phone with her then teenage daughter, Gigi. Well, I'm feeling 
really weak. I had like a half an almond, a shaky sounding Gigi tells her mother. Yolanda responds by saying, have a couple almonds and chew them up really, really well. And just like that, the term almond mom was born. Earlier this month, Yolanda defended her controversial statement in an interview, explaining that she was recovering from surgery and was half asleep when Gigi called. She also acknowledged her now infamous advice by posting on TikTok of herself snacking on almonds while doing a variety of activities, like including yoga, blah, 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 blah. Yolanda was clearly poking fun at herself, but Dr. Carol Lester, Carla Lester, a pediatrician and childhood obesity expert, isn't laughing. Lester pointed out that Yolanda was filmed shaming Gigi for wanting to go and indulge on her birthday. You can have one night of being bad, right? Yolanda says. And then you got to get back on your diet, though, because, you know, in Paris and Milan, they like girls just a little tad on the skinny side. So she's fat shaming her daughter, Gigi. According to Lester, the almond mom is a person who is usually stuck in a diet culture and likely grew up hearing phases such as a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, and you're not hungry, you're just bored. The almond mom phenomenon is rooted in fat phobia and has internalized bias. So an almond mom basically is stuck in this um, diet culture where um, we now we have changed in the last 10 years. Yolanda Hadid, I don't know how old she is, but she probably came from that lifestyle where like the 80s supermodel. Uh, what was the first supermodel's name? Quote unquote, real supermodel. Uh, I forget her name. But anyways, you were told that, you know, you had to be pretty. You had to be skinny. And she's still stuck in that mindset. Now, if you have received an email, sometimes you have a hard time deciphering between junk email and real email. That's probably what happened to my email to the Chevy dealership. <laughs> they probably thought it was junk email. But if you get an email right now, an unsolicited email, you have been selected to be included in an annual publication of Who's Who in America. So if you get this email, be careful. In late October 2022, we looked into an email scam claiming to the receipt, you have been selected and said that the selection was from the person to be in an annual publication of Who's Who in America. Readers are advised not to click any of the links or any similar messages, as it did not come from the Marquis Who's Who, the publisher of Who's Who in America. Uh, We have received detailed statement from Marquis who's who about these kinds of cameras and have printed messages in full at the end of this article. So there you go. Sorry, you have not been selected. One example of the scan has been reviewed. So if you're getting this who's who in America email, there's a couple people that would, you know, they'll take their pride and go, well, finally, finally, someone recognizes me for the job I've done or the position that I held. And they're going to put me in a publication of, of who's who as far as now, if you are a mechanic and you get this who's who in America, finally, I, recognition has been bestowed upon me as far as being the number one mechanic or a mechanic that makes a difference. Now, granted, mechanics do make a difference, but as far as you being published in a who's who of America, I don't think that's going to be possible. But there is someone out there who has some kind of some kind of status in their job, some kind of high position that maybe other people would want to read about. Uh, me? <laughs> I would be totally shocked if they said, hey, Deacon, we'd love for you to be in the who's who of America. And the actual publication would be the who's who? Question mark. Like, who the hell is this guy in America? (laughs) It would be the reverse that. It would be a slap in the face. But be on lookout for that scam. Um, It's running out there with, you know, in tandem with 15,000 other different scams that's going on. I got a uh, scam call the other day saying, it shows our direct TV account has been whatever and i go i don't have tv oh, oh oh you don't have tv no i don't i don't have tv i got an antenna click now someone who's been on tv for many many years and we always kind of looked at him and said okay when you see these faces that usually stretches nationwide now sesame street is known still to this day even kids that are being born and getting into the tv thing sesame street has still maintained some kind of relevancy throughout the years even with today's youth culture now there's one guy out there that resonates through kids because kids like sweets and this animal this muppet loves to eat sweets as well and that is this blue fuzzy guy by the name of cookie monster sesame street is all ablaze with some hot gossip Uh, one of its most famous furious inhabitants has just revealed some pretty exciting personal information no one has really known the exact full name of the cookie monster they just assumed that the blue monster was known to his fans as cookie now my dog's named cookie but for a different reason cookie monster actually posted on twitter saying that yes 
my name has never been said before, and my name of the Cookie Monster is fine. I love that name. Shocked to the world by admitting his first name was actually Sid. So, Mr. Sidney Monster is his full name. The actual tweet said, did you know my name was Sid? But me still like to be called Cookie Monster. Of course, Cookie Monster is is so cool, he only follows 10 other accounts, including Elmo and Abby Crab Daddy or something like that. So some Sesame Street super fans have quick to point out that this information has already been shared, but he's got a new musical origin story, The First Time Me Eat Cookies. So this is a push for his new musical that he's got going on. Now, I got a little, little play it. Okay, so here's a video. Now, don't forget for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. And for you to see this video, let me switch to camera four so we can all see it. We can all be friends. And here's a short little clip from his new musical coming out, The First Time Me Eat Cookies. So here we go. Whoops. Me just taking little trip down memory lane, looking at pictures from when me was a baby. Wasn't me a cutie pie? Yeah, me remember this day. It was first time ever... Me eat a cookie. <sighs> the first time me eat cookie, when me was very small, me had never ever tasted cookie at all. Me was just a mild-mannered little kid. So there you go. He's got a little musical out there, and it's got Cookie Monster and the Cookie Monster family. So there you go. His name is Sid, uh, Sid Cookie Monster, I guess. I'm just going with that. Mr. Sid Cookie Monster. So there you go. That's his name. All right, guys, stick around. When we come back. Do you have a ring camera or one of those uh, cameras on your door? Well, guess what? More people have been killed because of that ring camera, and I'll get into the details of that as well. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Listening to an emerging R&B pop artist and international singer. This is Nini with his latest song, Time. For more information, check him out at ProfitRadio.com. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, good. Hey, this is Joe. How are you doing today? Joe, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. We are trying to help out people with our television broadcasting services. So, would you have time to sleep with you? I'm sorry, do you have time to sleep with me? What? That was a minor inconvenience. Call 407-448-8800. That is awesome. Deacon Live now presents you a powerful, confident, soulful artist. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, this American singer-songwriter musician is now traveling the world, sharing his love of music with everyone else. This is KT Hill with his latest song, My Time. For more information, check him out at ProfitRadio.com. for this moment. If I'm honest, I didn't think that I deserve After all this time, I'm standing on a promise After all these trials, I'm standing right here Mama told me that tomorrow's not promised No sense in trying to change the past, not worth it After all this time, I'm standing on a promise And after all these trials, I'm standing right here This is my time I'm on the grind. Look at me shine. Look at me shine. This is my time. I'm on the grind. Look at me shine. Look at me shine. Look at life in the windshield and not the rear view. You may find things are much bigger than they appear. Trying to change the past is only going to deceive you. The only truth you have is standing right Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on uh, your YouTube channel for every podcast we do. We have a matching video as well. You can see me waving the camera. Hopefully you guys are waving back to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if if you look at me right now, I've shaved my beard a little bit. Normally I have the, the 90s mustache and goatee, but I kind of did a some kind of handlebar or something here on the bottom. I don't know what you would call this, but I just changed it up a little bit. And, and uh, I haven't seen my chin in many years. So, well, many months, I should say. So I figured I'd look at my chin there and come to find out I've got two of them. <laughs> Who would have known? One, one outsprung another one. Probably too many cookies. Now, right now, 
Uh, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22-some-odd acres here, population 2,500 people, so not a big community, but we're out here. This North Carolina weather is, is when it says it's going to rain, it's not really a rain-rain. I'm from Florida. I, that's rain. You know, when they say it's going to rain, you can set your watch by it. All right, three, two, one, afternoon showers, three, two, one, afternoon showers are done. You can set your watch by it. What they're saying right now is swarming bees may potentially change the weather studies have shown. Now, how can bees change the weather? Maybe we need more in Florida to kind of push off these hurricanes. Or maybe we put the bees over in the African area. No, can they'll, they'll be angry. They'll be angry Africanized bees, and we don't want that. But bees can electrify the air as much as a 1,000 volts per meter or more than a thunderstorm, a normal thunderstorm in any given area. Swarm of bees produce so much electricity that they affect local weather, new researchers have suggested. The finding which researchers made by... By measuring the electrical fields around the honeybee reveals that the bees can produce as much atmospheric electricity as a thunderstorm can produce. This can play an important role in steering dust to shape unpredictable weather patterns and their impact may even need to be included in future climate models. So, for example, if you know there's a big huge uh, beehive throughout the Minnesota area and there's a storm coming across there and all the bees start getting hit, maybe it'll push the storm the other way, maybe it'll make the, the storm more intense. Think of how we could take these bees and actually use them to benefit us. For example, out there in, was it Colorado, Nevada area, they're having a, a drought problem. California itself, they're sucking off the Colorado River, and that river's gone down and gone down. You're seeing, like, Lake Mead, they're finding, like, bodies and stuff that that have been in the bottom of, of Lake Mead for a long time because the water's receding and it's not being replenished. Maybe take some bees out there and throw some flowers. There's your problem. Throw some flowers out there. Get the bees to stir the air up. Get the weather going. And you can create rain. And then, boom, everything's fixed over there on the West Coast, right? If you can find any honeybees out there, you know, they, there was a long push f- to save the honeybees. Uh, what was the Jerry Seinfeld movie, uh, Bee, where, you know, this was the dawn of the era of the honeybees are not pollinating anything or they're being phased out because of like pesticides and stuff if you want to fix the environment as far as droughts and stuff throw some bees out there now in this day and age the security camera has been more and more affordable or more and more needed now because of just the environment that we live in take yourself back let's say eight years where Amazon really wasn't the big bohemoth that it is right now, and we weren't getting packages delivered daily at our property or to our houses. It was unthinkable. You would buy something and go pick it up at a store, that type situation. But now, uh, Amazon, you can basically buy the farm at Amazon and have it delivered to your door. So, of course, with that comes the what they call them, porch pirates. People had this stigma that I'm not paying $100 to have a security camera on my front doorstep. I don't need that. I've got good neighbors. Well, unfortunately, your neighbors don't give a shit about you sometimes, especially if you live in those type neighborhoods. And now door cameras and ring cameras and whatever you got out there that are capturing all this stuff. And a lot of those are connected to your phone. So if you have like a motion at the front door, you'll get a little alert on your phone. Hey, there's someone at your front door. Click on it, and people can you know either talk to them through the thing. You guys understand how the doorbell cameras work. But unfortunately, sometimes the doorbell camera captures something that is left to the interpretation of the person viewing it. So right now, two Florida men allegedly shot an innocent woman seven times after the ring surveillance camera alerted them. Early on Sunday morning, a Florida man, <laughs> sorry, Florida, <laughs> you write your own headlines here. A Florida man and his teenage son were arrested after allegedly shooting and nearly killing a woman sitting in her car after receiving a ring doorbell camera alert. After a neighbor stopped by Gino, 73, and Rocky, <laughs> classic people, 15, Colona Costa front doorstop. Oh, that's her last name, Colona Costa? All right, there you go. In their front door to drop off prescription medication, accidentally delivered it to the wrong address. The ring surveillance camera began bombarding their phones with alerts. After the neighbor stopped by Gino and Rocky, the pair grabbed their 45 caliber handguns and went outside looking for the burglar and found a woman sitting in a car on her phone. Gino pointed the gun. 
Gino, 70, how is Gino, 73 years old, pointed the gun at her and ordered her out of the car. But she escaped in a car believing that she was going to be carjacked. Yeah, duh. The pair allegedly shot at her seven times, according to the police, in the Polk County Sheriff. Now, if you know anything about Florida, Grady Judge basically says he's giving everyone a free pass with all the, um, the looting and stuff. Shoot looters and fill them with holes is what Grady Judge says. But he's got a tough county that he lives in or that he's got to take care of. Grady Judge claimed that one of the rounds passed through the empty child seat in the vehicle. They go out searching for a burglar that wasn't there and then shot up an innocent lady's car while she was in it, Grady Judge said. But um, come on, you're out there saying shoot people dead. Thankfully, no one was killed, but if she had been shot, it wouldn't have been the first time that the ring surveillance camera played a role in someone's death. In October of 2021, a man in England learned that four people were breaking into his home through the ring surveillance camera alerts, then went home and stabbed one of the burglars to death. The man was was later found guilty of manslaughter and jailed for 19 years. Still, some may claim that the ring surveillance cameras had nothing to do with this incident. Given the popularity of ring cameras, it's not unreasonable to assume a lot of people view ring surveillance cameras this way. So let's try to be clear about this. We understand what's going on and what makes people make similar arguments about guns. When some people say that guns don't shoot people, people shoot people, we understand that there is some kind of intent that is meant to preempt any discussion about gun control. Similarly, a ring camera does not force someone to go out and shoot innocent people, but both ring cameras and handguns exist to amplify the tendencies and embrace different actions in which the case results in violence. Arguing that the piece of surveillance technology is okay as long as you or other people like it use it for your good reasons and not only hold on where i lost it and it's not only muddle-headed people but preempted any discussions as far as surveillance outcomes so they're saying basically if you're watching the ring cameras and you're looking for a fight you're gonna find a fight you know that's what they're saying you know look at the ring camera you know if there's something suspicious don't take the matter in your own hands i guess is what they're saying but yeah ring cameras have have caused more deaths uh, since they've come out than normally would happen all right Stick around, guys. Got a couple more things to talk about, and we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of the day. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from 9 to 5. Hey, hell, I pay the price. All I want is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel... Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Are you receiving me? Over. Hold on a second. Manuel. Can we have some more bears over here? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's okay. It's very exciting. Call 407-448-8800. That is awesome. That's fine. Oh, God. Let me go in here and act like I give a fuck and be fake for eight motherfucking hours. God damn. Well, I gotta keep coming here. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live now presents to you an artist based out of Houston, Texas, with her eclectic music and sound recordings synonymous with her signature sound. This is Carissa with her latest song, Radar. For more information, check her out over at ProfitRadio.com. Can't you see me? Welcome back to Deacon Live. We'd love to hear from you. And the way you can be part of the show is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the Be Heard section. At the very bottom of the page, it's got a little blue tab. It's got a little microphone on it. It says Be Heard. And uh, speak right into it, and you can be part of the show. It comes right to our inbox, and we'll play it on this podcast if you get it in quick enough or the very next podcast as well. Ask us any questions that you want. And if you're listening to us from many, many episodes ago, don't worry. It takes a while for you to catch up sometimes. I know uh, we're not the most important thing on your list, but we should be on your list in general as well. So if you want to hear your voice on the air, 
go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on Be Heard, and we'll play it here on the podcast. Now, I am born and raised in Orlando, Florida. Uh, I've lived there all my life, and then my wife, I'm, that's where I, my wife, my wife and I got married down there. Uh, we moved up here to the uh, Marshville area, which is just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, the reason why we moved up here is because my wife has... Uh, She's in the equine industry, and I say in the industry, we we have horses, and so we like to keep them here on the property. So we have you know twenty two some acres out here in the sticks. Uh, if we were to have twenty two acres inside of the Charlotte area, the property would have cost probably five point six million dollars. Out here, only costs about a hundred thousand dollars. I'm kidding, but there is a price difference about living out here in the middle of nowhere. But that's what you pay for property. Now, one of the things I do miss living out here is the convenience of everything like going being able to jump in the car and go have dinner with some friends at a local restaurant uh jumping in the car and you know getting milk or getting groceries or anything like that where it doesn't take you know 45 minutes round trip to go there and back to get something and another thing that i miss i left right after or right before they uh they pass medical marijuana in the state of Florida. So if you have some kind of ailment, uh, God knows, I know I've been dealing with back issues and stuff. Uh, I don't know if medical marijuana would help me to relax and, and kind of free up the pain and stuff that I'm having with my back. I know some good friends of mine, I say good friends of mine, husband and wife team, she is going through uh, surgery right now, uh, getting her back done. And she's got the same thing that I ha- have, the degenerative disc disease. Uh, it's I say it's a disease. It, it just, just comes with age, I guess. I don't know if there's any kind of diet or anything that you can do to fix it. But for the most part, you're kind of like in pain about 45% of your day. (laughs) And that's what I go through. And I don't know if medical marijuana would help me with that as well. But right now, people in Florida grabbing the medical marijuana may be a little easier than or just as easy as pumping gas in your car. Floridians will soon be able to buy marijuana products along with cigarettes, snacks at the Circle K gas stations, according to Green Thumb Industries, one of the largest U.S. cannabis producers in the area. Under the new partnership between companies starting next year, whoops, close that out. Under the new partnership between the companies starting next year, weed will be sold at 10 Rise Express dispensaries. Under a new partnership between the companies starting next year, weed will be sold at 10 Rise Express dispensaries with a separate entrance from the gas station. Chicago-based Green Thumb announced on Wednesday how the consumers responded. The cannabis retailer could expand to more Circle K locations. Circle K owner, oh God, Alimentation Coochie Tard. <laughs> That's what it says. I'm telling you. Circle K owner, Coochie Tard, C-O-U-C-H-E hyphen T-A-R-D. Coochie Tard has more than 7,000 stores in 47 states with uh, 642 of them located in Florida. The Quebec, Canada-based company confirmed the agreement with Green Thumb to lease the adjacent space for its Florida stores. To be clear, Circle K is not selling cannabis in its U.S. stores. Uh, what they're doing is they're opening up a small dispensary in those stores. The agreement with Circle K is the first example of premium cannabis retailers being offered one of the largest convenience store chains in the country. Convenience stores are one of the fastest growing shopping verticals, and we are excited to meet the cannabis customers where they are. Among the products that will be for sale are marijuana flowers, pre-rolls, gummies, and vapes, which Green Thumb will also supply from its 28th acre facility and the company is building in ocala florida as well so there you go ocala florida you want some jobs over there you want to be a green thumb go on over there and get yourself a job the deal with circle k will make it easier and more effectively more efficient for patients to purchase high quality cannabis as part of their everyday routine when you're shopping at the local convenience store all right i'll take a i'll take a a slushy can i get uh three dollars on pump two and let me get some of those uh edibles over there (laughs) there you go still illegal on the federal level marijuana is so legally in Florida for medical use, where nearly 560,000 Floridians are currently possessing medical marijuana cards. Marijuana is sold in a standalone dispensary in parts of the United States, have legalized it with cannabis allowed for medical uses in 37 states and adult recreational in 19 others. So there you go. Uh, In Florida, if you go to Circle K, pretty soon you can get yourself one of those uh, hot dogs that they have rolling on the little hot roller thing. Uh, Get yourself a six pack of beer and get yourself a little weed for the ride home, right? I, I, I don't know what the rules are here in North Carolina. 
Carolina, but I'd be anxious to see if I'd qualify for it. If you know what the rules are here in North Carolina, hit us up over at the Be Heard section over at Profit Radio. I'd love to hear from you as well if you have any experience with that. Now, someone with a lot of experience in life is this gentleman right here, Uncle Haji. H-A-J-I. He's also known in the world, internationally, as the world's dirtiest man. And how he got that title is due to the fact that he has not bathed in over 60 years. Haji, a resident of Dezga, D-E-Z-H-G-A-H, in the southern fars of the province of Iran, avoided eating any fresh fruit and believed he would get sick if he took a bath and that being clean harmed your health. Uncle Haji's face is similar to a caveman, and even an ordinary people thought he was nearly a century old. Hajid ate roadkill, smoked a pipe full of <laughs> animal excrements. Local doctors say that he appeared to be healthy despite his lack of hygiene. According to the Iranian news agency, Haji would regularly trim his beard by burning it while using a car mirror to see himself. He, he would sleep in a grave-like hold, and during the winter months, he would live in a simple four-wall shack that the villagers would build for him. Oh, look at him. He's just sitting out there in the middle of the, the desert, laying on the rocks and stuff. Yeah, let me switch cameras so you can see him. There he is, world's dirtiest man. Uh, local residents respected him and his decision to avoid cleanliness, but after a few years ago, the youth tried to bring him in a car to a river bath. When he realized that they wanted to bathe him, he jumped out of the car and ran. Finally, a few months ago, villagers convinced him to take a bath. And you would be like, oh my God, that feels so good on my skin. It feels so good. And unfortunately, the story ends sadly. He fell ill and died this past Sunday because he ended up taking a bath. So they killed him. The cleanliness killed the world's dirtiest man. So there's got to be something said like that. Now, I know they're probably going to take his body and actually do some kind of research on it and say, you know, hey, you've lived off this earth on this planet for 94 years 60 of that you didn't take a bath or take a shower or anything and then the first bath you take kills you so is it the water now granted it's in iran it is a third world country and who knows what kind of bacteria and stuff they have in their purified water system whether it would uh it i don't know if it's the level of the united states but still if you took a bath in a stream and there's goats up up at the top of the stream pissing and shitting in it, and it comes down, of course, those bacteria and stuff would get in his system and kill him. But he had some kind of natural immunity just by being dirty, so he is dead now. All right, guys, stick around. we got one more little segment to get into, and we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Number. Really? No further information is available about. Holy hell, honey. Are you listening to this shit? I know. It sounds so scary. What the hell are these boys trying to do on here? I don't know. But pass me another one of those beers and I'll hand out candy to the little one. Oh, look at you. Aren't you darling? What the hell are you supposed to be? Oh, honey, he's supposed to be one of those ninja turtles. Looks like one of those guys the other day. Hell, I love you. I love you too, honey. Don't forget to take us with you as you're trick-or-treating this holiday season. Prophet Radio is laying down the soundtrack to your Halloween weekend.
Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you do. We'll give you something for free, but you got to do me a favor. You got to go over to Profit Radio to get it. And the way you do that is to go to P R O P H E T Radio. Click on the section that says free swag. Fill out that little form there. Believe me, I'm not going to do anything with your email address or anything. I just want to know where to send the free stickers, the magnets, and stuff that we have here in the studio just for saying thank you for listening to us and sharing us and liking us and being a part of the show. It's that easy. Believe me. <laughs> I've sent out a bunch of stuff. No one's complained about anything. It's good customer service. Now, are you familiar with this platform called TikTok? I know, silly question, right? It's funny, TikTok, if you post something on Friday and it goes viral, it's basically dead on Sunday, which is crazy because that's how quickly we get into the news cycle. The news cycle uh, or the viral cycle goes so fast that, you know, you reach about, you know, 200 and some odd thousand people within minutes and then they get bored with it and they go on to something else. Well, this video right now, by the time I get done with this article, probably be boring to you as well, or it'll be shared, you know, 50 million times, so on and so forth. Now, if you want to see this video for every podcast we do, we have a matching video and you can make sure you like us over on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe over there as well. And you can see me waving to the camera. And I want you to see this on my monitor as I talk about it here on the show. So here we go. Some illusions, whoops, some illusions can be changed the way you see the world and some others have have revealed hidden details about your own personality. This following photo originated posted in TikTok has revealed an interesting thing about you. It all depends on what you see first. So it's kind of like left brain, right brain type personality. So if you're looking at this video, make sure I got the right cameras up so you can see it. Here it is. And for those of you who aren't watching it, I'll kind of describe it to you. So it's this yellow Simpson skin tone, and then there's a dark swash across the top, a couple lines that have a fork in it, or they fork off, and then that's it. It's yellow and black, that Simpsons yellow, and then that's it. So the the drawing was shared by a TikTok user named Mia Yiling, Y-I-L-I-N, who left viewers shocked. The image that you can see is... Is subtle. <clears throat> the image that you can see, you can see subtle outlines forming a figure of a woman with long black hair. However, the figure's hands and feet also look like the face of an old man. So I'm looking at this thing right now, and I don't see <laughs> either one. I see what looks like could be someone's hair. Let's see the video. What's the first thing you see in this picture? If the first thing you saw was the slouching woman, then you are a person of the highest morals. Not only are you kind and forgiving, but you're also generous. You are admired for your positivity and do things with efficiency. You're great at picking up on social cues and can be easily influenced by other people's negative behavior. If you first saw the man's face, then you, my friend, are a very secretive person. In fact, you often feel that no one truly understands the real you. You like looking at things analytically and logically and don't want to be a people pleaser. Instead, you like to carve your own path and make decisions for yourself. But that being said, what you wish for the most is reassurance that you are loved by others. So I'm looking at the, the uh, hold on, outside of her ex- her explanation on this, I'm looking at it and I do see like an old man's face. Cartoonish, yes, but I do see like the nose and the eyes and this upside down frown looking thing, I do see an older man's face. Some people say a woman. So if you saw a woman, you are the moral type of person. You're kind, forgiving, but not only that, you are generously and admired by others because of your positively and efficiencyness. You always pay attention to social cues, but you tend to be easily influenced by the negativity behavior of others. So on the other hand, if you recognize an old man's face, which I kind of see that, uh, I don't see the woman's body or shape or anything in this picture, it means something completely different. You are discreet people. You feel too often that no one, even the ones closest to you, really know you. The TikToker added, you like to look at things in an analytical and logical way and don't concern yourself with about pleasing others. Instead, you choose to make your own way and stand your ground. However, your self-confidence is quite dependent on being loved by others. So I don't know what that says about me. (laughs) My wife might have some agreements or disagreements on that. But yeah, when I look at this picture, I do see like an, an older man, a cartoon 
than a shoulder man. So there you go. Now, I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. I've said that many times. The house that, that I grew up in was walking distance to elementary school, junior high, and high school. So it was a great community to live in. Uh, it's the Sky Lake area in just outside of uh, Orlando, Florida. During that age, you know, between first grade and sixth grade, you were kind of, <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for here? Not easily influenced, but there were certain people that you gravitated that you felt that would influence you. Now, throughout my whole entire elementary school life. So from first to sixth grade, I had out of those six teachers, four of them were black women. And those black women, because I'm, I had no, no idea about the difference between black and white and stuff at that age. I just thought it was interesting the way that their concept and the way that they talked to people and the way that they just did everything else was totally different than my lifestyle being, a, you know, a white male and, you know, white household and all that stuff. I just thought it was so interesting. So I gravitated to these black teachers, these black authoritative figures, and I learned so much and all of them were female. And I gravitated to him so much, and I learned so much about, quote-unquote, looking on the other side of the fence. I learned as at a young age that there is a group of people that totally think different than the way I was brought up. They completely do things and approach things differently than the way I was brought up, and I just thought that was so interesting. And I just gravitated to these, these women, these black women who were my teachers, who were my superiors, my influences, as far as... Anything, anything different outside of my normal world. And I learned so much from these women. And everyone's out there has had that one teacher that just inspired you to do everything, whether it be, you know, high school, junior high, there's always that one teacher that has always inspired you or you're like going, man, that just reached out to me and it touched me in a certain way. Well, this young lady right here, a WestJet customer agent, Laura Caruso, recognizes her former teacher, Miss O'Connell, who left a lasting impression on her over 30 years ago. So she works for WestJet. She's a customer service agent. She's got a uh, she's got her little vest on and stuff. So listen to this. She recognized her teacher from 30 years ago, and so she did a little a little speech here. You know how they do the safety thing. This is what she says. And if you want to see this video, make sure you go to ProfitRadio.com, and you can see for every podcast. We do have a matching video as well, and you can see this in real time as we're talking about it here on the show. So here we go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Laura. I've been working with WestJet for three months now, and today is National Teachers Day. So we are supposed to recognize our favorite teachers we've ever had in our entire life. And I'm going to get emotional. But today I saw my teacher from 1990, Ms. O'Connell, who's here on the board on the aircraft. Who was my favorite teacher ever? And I haven't seen her since 1990. This lady made me love Shakespeare, got me to play piano. I have my master's in piano and I can write an essay. Thank you, Miss O'Connell. I love you. So she walks down the aisle, everyone's clapping. It's a nice plane. And she's sitting by the window. Oh, she gives her a big hug over the seat. So there you go. She had a big influence on that young lady's life. For those of you who don't know, my father-in-law who passed away, he was a teacher, junior high and elementary school teacher, and there's so many people that said that he was the biggest influence on their life as well. And uh, my wife still gets... uh, like Facebook messages, you know, we love your dad. Uh, he was awesome as well. So teachers out there, even though it, it's a thankless job, you're doing great work out there. All right, guys, on that note, I'm going to let you get back to what you got to do. Make sure you follow us and like and share us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Get yourself something for free over there or the free swag section, and we'd love to hear from you as well. Click on Be Heard. It's up a microphone, and you can be part of the show at any given time as well. All right, guys, we're going to let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. My name is Adikin saying goodnight and good night. Wait, wait, wait! Come back! This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.